Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Tina Highland of True Clarity Coaching. Tina, it's awesome to have you on the show. Great. Thank you so much, Gresham. It's a pleasure to be here. No problem. Definitely the pleasures are all ours. And what I wanted to do before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Tina so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Tina is a certified life and business coach who is passionate about helping business owners achieve their goals and live life on their terms. Her mission is to lead, coach, and inspire women entrepreneurs to become freedom-filled, empowered business owners. She specializes in helping you get out of your own way and overcome limiting beliefs around money so that you can learn to thrive, not just survive in business. She knows how to break down things into actual steps while achieving success without overcomplicating things. Balance is key, and she will show you how to sustain a profitable business while making time for you and your family without sacrificing either's success. Tina, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? I am ready. Awesome. Let's do it. So I wanted to kind of rewind the clock a little bit and hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story and we'll let you get started with the business? Yes, absolutely. So I started in the corporate world, which is you know where a lot of us uh, have started. Uh, I was a regional manager, a corporate trainer, multi-unit manager, and my specialty was going into underperforming companies and locations and turning those around, not just from a revenue standpoint, but also, you know, a team building, customer service, as well as profitability standpoint. And so I think that's really where I started my coaching business, even though back then it wasn't considered coaching. Um, but I really enjoyed being able to, to, to teach strategies and tactics that could help people get out of their own way and, and achieve the results that they wanted. And so that was really invigorating for me. Um, from there, I found with the corporate structure, I hit that ceiling that a lot of people hit where maybe you're not able to get you know, promoted or advanced because the person above you is not getting promoted or advanced mm -hmm. or there's not a position open at that particular time. And so um, I, I was getting you know, frustrated because I was achieving all of my goals and my metrics, but I wasn't able to go to that next level myself. And so I started kind of dipping my toe into the water and I started consulting while I was still in the corporate world, just helping some other business owners and colleagues, you know, help them with their business. And then from there, I started learning that there was this whole other opportunity of coaching. And at the time, I wasn't familiar with business coaching. I just knew life coaching. So I got my certification with life coaching, which has served me very well in the business industry, but I was missing the business aspect of it. And so I then found out that there is such thing as business certification. So I went and got that. And now I kind of blend the two and, and they definitely work hand in hand together. Yeah, and I've been on my own now for about five years. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's so funny because I often will say a lot of times when we look at businesses and organizations, we sometimes forget that people aspect. So I can see how they both go hand in hand because I think I always say peel back the onion of the metrics and the analytics and all of that stuff. Each business, each organization, each team is made up of people and we all have hopes, dreams, aspirations. So it's kind of great to hear you have that kind of two-pronged approach and kind of perspective to be able to help out your, your clients. Yeah, and I will tell you that especially during this pandemic, I've been doing a lot of life coaching with my business clients because of all of the things that they're having to juggle, working from home, homeschooling the kids, mm -hmm. having a, a spouse or a partner, you know, work with them, learning how to work remotely if they've not had that structure before. So it's definitely been an asset for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I could definitely hear, you know, how, you know, how you started in your career, how you, how you said that uh, you kind of started your coaching practice there, because I think, and I don't know if you find this where sometimes we have our regular practices, our regular routines of things that we do. Sometimes it's hard to pivot and change and to do something different, but obviously what we're looking at now with the pandemic and so many other things, not only do you have to change, not only do you want to change and maybe need to change, you kind of have to change during these times. And it's great that you're able to kind of lean on that. Uh, yeah, expertise. absolutely. So true. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to uh, drill down a little bit deeper and hear a little bit more on how you work with your clients and, and serve the clients you work with. Could you take us through how that looks and what that process is exactly like? Absolutely. So I, I do primarily work with a lot of women entrepreneurs and one of my specialties is really focusing on the mindset. And, and what I mean by mindset is your, your limiting beliefs, your negative self-doubt, you know, the empowerment of how you feel and operate as a business owner. And what I found, not just with business owners, but even back in my, my corporate world, was that women a lot of times have a, a very uncomfortable relationship around money. They're not comfortable talking about money. They're not comfortable with their pricing, with their fees. They're not comfortable selling their product or service with confidence. And a lot of times what ends up happening is that they are undercharging for their product or service or the value that they're offering to their clients. And that's really a problem on a lot of fronts. One is that if you're undercharging and undervaluing what you have to offer the marketplace, you're never going to be able to grow and scale your business and make the revenue that you want to make to sustain your business. And so a lot of times that would mean that women are, um, they're working extra hours to try to make up for that, or they end up having to close their business because it's just not sustainable. And then that opens up a whole nother Pandora's box of limiting beliefs and negative self-doubt. And so one of the things that I work with my clients on is getting very clear, and we do this right out of the gate, is getting very clear on owning your worth, on understanding the value of not only you as a business owner, but of your time, because that affects what you're going to be spending your time on. And a lot of times, if you don't have that value of your worth, you will be wasting your time focusing on things that are not revenue generating in your business. Yeah, that's absolutely powerful. And, and it, it definitely sounds like, and I don't know if you, you find this with your clients, it's one of those foundational things that sometimes we'll gloss over. As I talked about the, 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 the numbers, the accounting, the data, sometimes we run to that. But if we don't have those foundational things in place, then 
as you said, if you don't know your worth and you're not showcasing that through your pricing and how you're spending your time and those things, then it can be really hard to grow a successful business to scale it, as you said, and to really reach the success that a lot of times uh, a lot of women business owners are looking for. Yeah, and that's so true. And I'm not advocating people charge by the hour. I, I don't like that concept at all. I think you're trading time for dollars. And again, you're going to have a hard time growing and scaling your business because you're going to max out and your employees are going to max out. So the other thing that I do with my clients is I help them create packages, uh, definitely a high-end package that we're going to offer to you know a certain aspect of their target market. But we're going to package things because a lot of times business owners will, again, they'll take things for granted. The way that they interact with their customer or all the little things that they do when they're, when they're you know, providing that product or service to their client that they're not charging for, they're not talking about. And a lot of times their clients don't even know that that's something extra. And so that really helps them stand apart from their competition. And when I can show them all of that on paper, it really reinforces the mindset of, oh, wow, I'm pretty awesome. And what I offer my clients is pretty extraordinary. And yes, I should be charging more for that because that's not the same as company X and what they're offering. So it's kind of a two pronged approach. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of sounds like it, it creates that cyclical energy towards success because so many times, as you said, um, not only when you're really good, or I say a lot of times when we have gifts, you know, that we're given and we're really great at it, and we take time and expertise and take time to learn that, that expertise. Sometimes we discount them. We don't see them as as valuable as they are. And when you're able to kind of realize that and see the differences and, and know your worth, as you said, that really allows us to, to create the businesses we hope to have. Absolutely. It absolutely does. Uh, because just to give you an example quickly, mm -hmm. a business owner who's making $50,000 a year that let's say is going to have a different mindset or a different value of their worth than a business owner who's making $500,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And that's going to affect how you show up as a business owner. It's going to affect what your priorities are, what, you know, what your focuses are. So it really, you know, it, it really kind of umbrellas everything. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And that's why I love that you focus on that mindset piece, because I'm, I'm sure that plays a large part between the 500,000 and the 50,000 business owner and how they have developed that. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you personally or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? So my secret sauce is I am able to when working with a client and, and even myself, so I, I'm a firm believer mediocrity is not an option. Um, that has just always been a motto of mine. I, I call it the BMers, you know, you don't want to just do the bare minimum. So we don't want any BMers around, you know, we want those people that, you know, don't want mediocrity that always want to try to be their best. And so my secret sauce is being able to see that in somebody and to be able to pull it out of them. So a lot of times you'll see a talent, a gift, as you mentioned, and, and people maybe take it for granted or, or they, don't, they don't think it could grow to the extent that you can see that it can grow. So what I'm able to do is work with my clients to be able to see that and to be able to pull it out of them. So sometimes it's taking them outside of their comfort zone um, because in order to push somebody to that next level, you know, you think about like what a butterfly has to, you know, has to go through, you know, and, and so it, sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable. It can be a little daunting but the end result is, is absolutely what they're wanting. And 
There's so many great things that come from it. So I'm able to do that in a way that is very strategic. It's not overwhelming. It's very supportive. But we do that in a certain time frame because I'm also a believer of getting my clients into action. So if we're coaching together, we're coaching together for three months or six months at a time because I want to stress that sense of urgency and I want to make sure that we are getting action straight out of the gate. And so a lot of times there'll be certain things that we're going to be doing that are going to be stepping stones for getting to that end result. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. Okay. Definitely appreciate that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Uh, so for me, a CEO hack would be just personal development and never, never ending constant improvement. Absolutely love that. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice, or it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. That's a great question. Um, what I would tell my younger self is don't settle. Mm. Don't settle for less than your best. Don't settle for not going for your goals. Don't settle for what you really want out of, out of your personal life and your professional life. Yeah, absolutely. It's extremely powerful. So I, I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Tina, what does being a CEO mean to you? A CEO for me is something that's sacred because it gives me an opportunity to make an impact, to touch lives, and to really partner with somebody for life. And I truly believe that. I feel that when I'm interacting with a client as a business owner, I, I'm, I'm not only relating to them, you know, as one business owner to another, a lot of times a female business owner to another female business owner, but just the impact that you make in that connection and helping them go from where they are to where they want to go and helping them and seeing them through that transformation it's really life changing for me. And, and it's why I do what I do. It's why I get up in the morning. And, you know, it's like sometimes when you see, you know, somebody on these makeover shows and, and you see them the before and you see the after and the after, you know, you know, just from a, an image standpoint, it's spectacular, but you can see their eyes are lit up. Their smile is bigger. They're sitting up straighter. I mean, they really feel confident and beautiful. And that's what I love. And, and for me, it's that gift of being able to help my clients go from their before to their after and seeing that whole transformation and knowing that they are going to take that and they're just going to continue to grow. So that is, is for me a blessing of being a CEO and a business owner. Yeah, absolutely. That's extremely powerful to kind of see that transformation, to see that change, that um, that uh, upward movement that you, you kind of talked about as well, too, that a lot of, you know, business owners have. And I, I love, you know, being able to have businesses and organizations to be able to, to see the impact that we have on the individuals within it. And I think that, as you said and said so well, when we can see that, that really makes everything worth it and kind of brings everything into line into why we uh, do what you do. So I truly appreciate that definition, appreciate your time even more. So so what I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Yes, thank you. So um, how you can get back, uh, contact with me uh, on my website is tinahyland.com. I am on Instagram and Facebook. So 
uh, would love to hang out with your followers there. And uh, gosh, it's just been a pleasure to, to be here and to be able to speak to you, Gresham, and speak to your audience. And hopefully I've provided some value and uh, they've gotten a couple of takeaways. Absolutely. And what we'll do is we'll have the links and information in the show notes. And definitely you did provide a tremendous amount of value, especially as far as us remembering how worthy we are and remembering that we showcase that to the world as well, too. So I appreciate that, Tina. Appreciate you even more. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.